Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Yeah. All right, we're back. What up, y'all? Welcome, Replicon Radio. Uh, I do have a special guest on the line, writer, director of the new movie Final Kill, uh, Mr. Justin Lee. How you doing today, man? Hey, man. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Definitely doing well. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to, to hang out with us today and call in and uh, talk a little bit of movies. Yeah, it's an honor to be here, man. I'm, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but I do, we always like to get, uh, you know, we, we kind of want to get to know people we talk to and let the audience, you know, get a better, uh, understanding. Um, so I know like, I guess you grew up in, in Washington state, like how, what was your first introduction into, into the world of movies that kind of led to, you know, eventually making them like, how did it all kind of get started? The love and the passion for, for cinema. I mean, I've, I've always loved cinema. I think that, um, I had a pretty rough childhood growing up, so I think movies were, were my biggest escape, just sitting and, and, and kind of falling into, you know, a made-up made up world. I think I used to come over to my grandparents all the time. They had this little back room that um, was kind of my playroom, and I was like, you know, eight, nine years old, and I remember sneaking into that, and I flipped on, uh, which I think was on TNT, and I'd like watch. Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, like what Motel Hell, like all those all those kinds of movies that used to be on. I mean, Army of Darkness was on all the time, syndicated all the time on, and uh, I just watch all those movies, man. I'd, I'd fall into it. We had a huge VHS collection when I was a kid, so um, same thing. The, the the mom, if the mother would go to bed, and I'd be watching every rated R movie you could at a very young age, <laughs> right. um, and. So yeah, I just, I mean, I've, it wasn't until I was like, you know, in my 20s that I, I, I had a, um, I was going to a community college, Mountain Community College, and I, I had a, a, a film professor there who just was was constantly, constantly teaching stuff on the movie Memento. And as much as I love Memento, completely burned me out on, on Memento. And I thought, man, we're not learning about anything else in this class. And so, in a way, it inspired me to just start writing, and I and that's kind of how I came into it. I just started writing a, a bunch. I know it sounds weird, but that's kind of how it was. And I kind of wrote a I wrote a, the sequel for the Goonies. I wrote a whole draft for the sequel for the Goonies, and um, that I just kept going with it. And and here we are. That's so, awesome. yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, everybody wants one of those sequels. We're still waiting on that, so maybe <laughs> maybe you can get that going. That'd be dope. 
I just don't, I, I don't think it's going to happen, man. I just, they, you know, they, everyone has been so on board to do a, a, do a sequel for so long. And I think finally, I think finally some of the, some of the actors have just gotten too frustrated with, with the process, oh, you know, sure. but you know, we'll see what happens. But that's, that's, pretty, that's awesome. I mean, cause that, I mean, I guess that resonates with anyone growing up in that time. Cause it's more, it's, you know what I mean? Cause even people that don't necessarily, you know, want that career, they a lot of us probably did things like that, a Goonies sequel or, or whatever favorite movie they had. They're like, oh, what if this happened in the next one? You know what I mean? And that's pretty cool that it led to to getting you into you know where we are today. So that's awesome for people out there. So how did that, like just you know, writing stories and, and doing that lead into, uh, I guess, essentially getting around to actually writing and directing a film? Was it just like a like a friend project thing to get started or was it like straight in dedicated this we're going to try to do this like how did that all begin for you um i i was working kind of when youtube started to boom i was kind of playing in the web series space and i did some projects for the outlet machinima which was a huge youtube channel at the time um and then i i had written some stuff i wrote some stuff and and some people directed some stuff I wrote, and it was again just web series stuff, and it was really bad. It was really bad, and I, 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 I was like, I, thought, Am I, I must be. A... I kind of was like, well, let me let, let me write something and and direct it, and I had no sense of what directing was. Um, I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't know. You know, I was like, I don't know how to work with actors. You know, and so I, I wrote something and got kind of into directing on the web series level, and that kind of started to build. I worked with Machinima. I directed some stuff for Machinima. Um, and then just kept going with it. And then eventually got some great advice from some, some of my heroes. I mean, I, I got some great advice from, uh, from Joe Carnahan, uh, the director of Smoke and Aces and The Grey. Um, and, you know, Smoke and Aces is like a huge... Smoke and Aces and The Grey are two of my favorite films. And he just kind of said, when you get to Hollywood, you need to beg, borrow, and steal. Make your first movie. Just get a movie in the can and show people that you can make a feature film. And so essentially, that's that's what I did. I, I, I found, I think I wrote, um, my first movie I actually made. It didn't come out. It came out as like my third movie. But the first movie I made was a Western called Any Bullet Will Do. And we shot it in the dead of winter, negative 10 degrees in the middle of Montana. Um, cause I said, I've got like a hundred thousand dollars and I have to take this and make it look like a million. How do we do that? Well, go up into the mountains and go to a place where no one would dream of coming, going and making a movie with, uh, um, Jeremiah Johnson was the big inspiration behind it. Um, because that's what Robert Redford did when they made that movie. They shot it on his property in, you know, in Utah, in the mountains, you know, in the snow. And we did that, and, and it was the hardest film I've ever had to make, but it's kind of what, it was my calling card. It, it's what, it, it kind of has kept me propelled and kept going, and, and um, yeah, I, hopefully that answers the question. It was, uh, yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long road of a lot of challenges, but you just kind of keep, keep punching through the walls, you know? That's all. no, that's awesome, and, you know, now, you know, and this is, this is all fairly recent, I mean, we're, these movies came out, like, 2018, just a few years ago, obviously, you're probably making them prior to that, and working on the stuff, but, I mean, this is all still new, you're new to the game, and you've already had, even from the start, you had big names in all your movies, which is pretty exciting for, 
for someone new with you know Meg Foster and Bruce, Bruce Davison and all kinds of people getting attached to it. So that's that's a great place to you know to start out uh, already already pulling in people and people are willing to be attached to your project. So congratulations for that. Thanks, man. It's been, it's definitely surreal when you work with a lot of these cats and like I you know I work with Bruce Stern a lot now and and we've become good friends and it's always just a it's always something new with Bruce and. I've uh, gotten to be good friends with Billy Zane, and like, and it's just really great, man. It's, it's kind of crazy being such a, a, a fan of movies, and then to kind of, it's you have to stick, take a step back sometimes and go, you, you know, you, you have lunch and you, you have drinks with these people and you hang out with these people, and then you kind of step back and go, I was watching these people on movies when yeah. I was a child, yeah. and now you're friends with them. It's just that you can't ever really wrap your head around it. It's kind of crazy. That's awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, congratulations, man. That's super awesome. Uh, so now we're getting ready to to release Final Kill. It comes out uh, Friday, March the sixth. Um, this movie's great, man. We 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 saw it. We got to see the screener of it. We'll have a review up for everyone as well, probably before they hear this. Um, but yeah, it's like it's one of those like I don't even know how to describe it. Like, how would you for people who you want to go see the movie or about the movie? Like, how would you describe Final Kill to them? Um. I mean, outside of the basic the basic plot, you know, an, an agent um, protection specialist who takes on one last job and finds out, obviously, it's not what it's supposed to be. Um, it was a big throwback to 80s films for me. I, I, uh, Lethal Weapon and, and uh, 48 Hours, Midnight Run, they were all big inspirations for me to make it. And again, I had a very, very tiny budget to make this movie. I'd say most of my budget went into to the, to the cast. Um, but... But, you know, again, you have to take something very small and try to make it look bigger. Um, with, with only the limited resources you have, we shot in Costa Rica and Los Angeles. And um, shooting in Costa Rica was, was crazy and, and a whole adventure into itself. Um, but it was so much fun. And, um, you know, when you do, you, you do these kind of films, and I haven't got to do something like this, really. So it was a breath of fresh air for me. I want to do a lot more like this, but um, getting to play with Ed Marone as the lead and so good, and and what he brought to the table with with his performance and his sarcasm and that character, I just it's just one of my favorite characters that I've ever wrote because of him, um, and the, and the whole cast around him. I mean, I mean, Billy is so great is in his role and Randy and Doctor Drew. Um, they're just all they were all great, man. It was it was a, it was a blast to make and and uh, again it was such a limited limited budget and, and we didn't have a lot and so to to just stretch that and try to do what you can I mean that's the real challenge that's where that's where everything kind of gets broken down and you're kind of trying to just go okay let's what what like you're trying to make something that you think other people will enjoy but at the end of the day you're making something that you'd watch right so that's you know that's that's the fun of it right there. Absolutely, yeah, and Ed, Ed Maroon was fantastic. Like his, yeah, I I could one hundred percent understand why he'd be one of your favorite characters because he's he's hilarious and sarcastic, and it just it resonates with with pretty much anyone I know. Like that's that's how we would be in that situation, and it's it's hilarious, and he's a badass at the same time. So yeah, it, props to him for sure. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he's great, man. He really is great. He's a hidden talent. I, I love the guy to death. We collaborate quite a bit together. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to see more from him and you and uh this movie comes out March 6th. Um like you said it's a little bit different. You you've, you've kind of I mean even though you're new, you've already done like what two or three westerns. 
So this is definitely a, you know, a switch around for what, for what you've been doing recently. So that's, that's exciting. New characters, new, uh, new elements and things like that. Is there anything else? Obviously this isn't even out yet, but is there, is there more on the table that we can expect for people that go see this and are big fans that they can look forward to coming from, uh, from you soon? Yeah. So we shot a movie called Hellblazers. Um, I wrapped it just before Christmas. Uh, if, if you like those, if, if you're a fan of horror movies, it is set in 1989 um, with an insane genre, iconic genre cast with Bruce Dern, Meg Foster, Courtney Gaines, Tony Todd, Adrian Barbeau, and John Kassir, who plays the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Uh, and Billy Zane is also in that as well. It's a crazy awesome cast. Um, and it is a practical creature feature that involves a cult as well. So it is. It was. It was a blast to make, man. Um, and so, if you're a big fan of, of the '80s and, and horror films, then it'll be it'll be a, a wild ride. It was it was awesome, and that that'll be coming out uh, probably late summer, early fall. Awesome, yeah, I can't wait. I love John Kassir. We had him on the show recently, and uh, he's incredible. He's an incredible guy, nice. incredible actor, and he, yeah. Oh man, he was a, he was he was a blast, man. He was so fun to work with. It was awesome. Oh, I could only imagine. So that's super awesome, man. Well, congratulations on all that. I can't wait to see what more you have in store as it just continues to grow and, you know, people learn more and more about you and more stuff to come in the future. Uh, this Friday, Final Kill is out, I believe, on Video On Demand and uh, Select Theaters. Is that correct? Yep. Yep, limited, uh, limited theatrical release, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, are you on social medias or anywhere people can keep in touch with you and uh, know about all the stuff you have going on or a website or anything like that? Yeah, it's uh, justinleedirect.com and then um, same handle for my Instagram, just at justinleedirect. There you go. Awesome, man. Well, I know we're uh, we're about out of time here, so I just want to say thank you again for hanging out with us at Replicon Radio, and uh, we look forward to everything you have to offer, and I want everybody to go see uh, Final Kill. It comes out this Friday. We appreciate you, man. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on, and, and uh, thanks to all your listeners. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Well, hopefully we'll talk again soon. All righty. We'll Bye. see you later. Bye. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.